This is episode number 23 of the Raising Mums podcast. I apologise for the quality of the sound in this episode. I was recording it in an empty house. We're currently getting some renovation work done on our house. So there are no carpets, no curtains, no furniture. So it is a bit echoey, but it's still a great episode. Enjoy. Welcome to Raising Mums, a live weekly broadcast streaming on Facebook and Instagram that inspires mums to live with purpose and intention, to raise their children mindfully, and empowers mothers everywhere to own their lives and thrive doing it. Assalamualaikum, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Raising Mums. Um, so today we're going to be talking about how, how to know if you could homeschool. Three ways to know if you could do it. Could you hack it? So I'm really excited to talk about this today because a lot of us have dreams of homeschooling. We really want to homeschool, but we just don't know if we could. Do we have what it takes? So that's what I'm going to talk about today. Um, three personal qualities that you need to have or you need to be developing in order to homeschool well. Assalamualaikum, Mariam. Thank you for joining us today. Assalamualaikum, everybody. Mashallah, we've got 30 people plus already here on Instagram. Right. So, for those of you who don't know me, uh, my name is Dr. Gemma Elizabeth. I'm the founder of OurMuslimHomeschool.com. I'm a homeschooling mum here in the UK. Uh, I've got four kids. The youngest is... I think he's seven months, he might be eight months now, eight months old, and the eldest is ten years old. Um, and I do this live broadcast, which from now on will be every week for the next few weeks, every Sunday at 10am, where we talk about all good things about homeschooling, um, where I hope to inspire mothers to live with purpose and intention and to raise their children mindfully, and to empower mothers everywhere to own their lives and to thrive doing it. So this, this episode of Raising Mums is going to be saved, so you can replay it, you can re-watch it. Um, after we're finished here, feel free to come back and review it. It'll be on my blog, ourmuslimhomeschool.com, it'll be on YouTube, it'll be on the podcast Raising Mums. So don't worry if you have to pop in and out, um, or you can catch it later on the replay. So make sure as well that if you have friends who who are interested in homeschooling, that you consider sharing this with them. This might be of benefit to them as well in your WhatsApp groups, um, on social media. And feel free to add your comments as we go along. Talk to one another, answer one another's questions. It's so nice when we're all discussing things together, you know, and ask me questions too. Inshallah, I'm going to make time at the end to answer some of your questions if you have any. Um, so just pop them in the comments as we go along and, and let's join in the conversation, have a discussion together. So <clears throat> before we get started, let me know where you're joining me from. It's always nice to know how we're connected around the globe. And if you're here in the UK with me, which city are you in? I'd love to know about that. And today's video, today's episode is being sponsored by me. <laughs> I am today's sponsor. Uh, as so many of you know, I have a course coming out called Raise, no, I have a course coming out called Launch Your Homeschool, goodness me, I have a course coming out called Launch Your Homeschool, and it is for mothers, for families who want to start homeschooling, and it's a step-by-step -step approach to guide you along that process, to hold your hand and take you from a place of confusion and overwhelm, 
um, to a place where you have, you're confident, you have a plan in place, you have a curriculum chosen and crafted out that aligns with your values and um, that suits and, and meets the needs of your unique children. And so my course is going to help you to do that and take you and guide you in a step-by-step systematic process. And all those lessons that, that come out will be by video. I feel like most of you, that is the way you learn best. You want a video. They are short videos. They are pre-recorded, so you can have uh, lifetime access to them as well. And you can come back and visit them again and again. And you're going to have modules on the fundamentals and, and the foundation that you need to build your homeschool on, about crafting your own curriculum, choosing the right resources that align with your values and your children's needs, planning. We all like a bit of homeschool planning, so there'll be lessons about homeschool planning, time management. Oh, that's a really important one when you homeschool. There'll be live Q&A sessions. There's an ebook. All sorts of good stuff. Okay, so the most important thing you need to know now about that course that's coming out is it's coming out on the 11th of July, inshallah. All the details will be available then. Um, But if you want to know more, if you want to make sure you get that early bird discount, you need to be on my mailing list. You need to join our homeschool community newsletter. uh, And that comes out every week. And then you'll get all the details about about the course and about the early bird pricing. Um, and the most exciting part of the course, which I am thrilled to be able to tell you today, first time I've shared it, is that 50%, 5-0, of your course fees will be going to charity. Um, I'm giving you 50% of the course fees to charity and I'll tell you more about that charity at a later date. Um, so, make sure you sign up to my newsletter Uh, That link is here on Facebook, it's with this video, and um, it's in my profile on Instagram. So you can definitely join and and get more info on that. So, let's crack on to the meat of this. Have we got anybody saying where, oh, we've got some comments on Facebook. People from London, from Slough, from Cambridge, Dubai, from London, mashallah, awesome. Okay, how are we doing here on Instagram? Somebody's saying you need to cuddle your babies. I couldn't agree more. I'm not sure what that's in context to. Okay, let's crack on. There's so many comments here on Instagram. It's really hard to keep up. Okay, so um, let's get on with the meat of the discussion today. So how to know if you could homeschool? How to know if you could do it? I'm going to premise this by saying that what I talk about here today, um, you have to have a few things in place first. You have to have good physical health, good mental well-being. That doesn't mean to say that you need to be super fit or that you, you can't have any issues. We all have issues, but you need to be in a good place generally, mentally and physically. You also need to have a happy home. Your home life, your home should be a sanctuary for your children. You know, it shouldn't be a place where there's any tension, you know, even like abuse or if you're arguing with your husband all day long, that is not the kind of environment that is conducive to successful homeschooling. So you really need to consider if that's the right option for you or if your children will be better off in school. Um, And also I premise this by saying that you are in a financially secure situation. That doesn't mean that you're well off and you're rich. In fact, there are people who homeschool from all different walks of life. But 
you should feel confident that you're going to have food on the table and that you're going to have a roof over your head at the very least um, before you embark on something like this. So, the, the, let me get my notes up. So the three things, the three personal qualities that you need to homeschool. Number one, you need to be willing to grow. You need to be willing to learn. If you look back on the person you were when you first became a mum, when you look back on that person, look at how much you've changed. I mean, if I look back at who I was, I'm ashamed of myself. I have grown, alhamdulillah, I've grown so much and I hope into a better human being. Homeschooling is just an extension of that. Homeschooling is an extension of your parenting experience. You will continue to grow as a human being when you homeschool. And a quality that you need if you want to homeschool is a willingness to grow and to do that, a willingness to learn. If we take a tangible example of this, okay, because that, that might not be clear. Let's take something really tangible like time management, okay? Can anybody remember what they did with their time before they had kids? Because I can't. I, my goodness me, I had all the time in the world. What on earth did I do with it? I, I can't even begin to imagine. I must have wasted so much time and the things I could have achieved. But now that I have children, my time management skills have gone, have shot up. I, you know, alhamdulillah, you know, I know how much time I have in my day. I know how long things take. I know how to prioritize things, what order to do things in. And I'm sure you do too. And even if you're in the beginning stages of that, of improving your time management, I bet you've come a long, long way. And when you homeschool, that learning, that growth will only continue. You are going to become a time management ninja. Your time management skills are going to go through the roof because you grow, because you have to grow. And when, if you want to be a successful homeschooler, if you want to be happy in that life as a home educator, you have to be open to that. Um, so many people say to all homeschoolers, how on earth do you fit everything in? Because we were willing to grow and we were willing to learn those time management skills. And the same is true for every aspect of homeschooling. But with, you know, so, so you do not need to know everything when you begin. When you first start out, that is not one of the requirements that you know everything. But you need to be willing to learn. Are you willing to learn? And what goes on from that is my second point. To be a successful homeschooler... And to be willing to learn what happens when you learn, you fail, you make mistakes, you make a lot of mistakes. So you need to be, the second quality you need is you need to be willing to fail. Um, so let's paint a picture, a situation that so many of us have been in. You decide that you want to create this, um, a new activity for your children. You, you see something great on Pinterest. And you put together an activity, you buy material in, you invest a lot of ideas, a lot of time, a lot of energy in putting together this thing for your kids, this learning experience. And then the day comes and you present it to your children. You all know where this is going, don't you? And they are not interested. You have put so much time into this project. You have thought it out. You've just, you know, you've really invested in it and your kids just don't get it. They don't want to do it. It's a failure. So how do you take that? Do you take it as, 
I've failed, I can't do this, um, there's something wrong with me, there's something wrong with my kids, um, do you take it like that? Or do you say, okay, this didn't work, why didn't it work, what should I do better next time? Can you see the difference? That is the skill, that is the, the personal quality that you need to develop if you want to be successful in homeschooling. That, that idea that there is no failure. There is no failure, there is only growth. So I know that you would feel disappointed if something like that happens. I would feel disappointed. But mistakes happen, and they will happen, especially when you're working with children, because despite, you know, even though we would like to believe it, our children are not in our control. Um, they are their own little people. They are not there to be controlled. And so when we present them with things like that, we can't always predict how it's going to turn out. So mistakes will happen. The opposite of success is not failure. Failure is actually a part of success. The most successful people in the world, whether it's homeschooling parents or people who own multi-million dollar companies, the most successful people are the ones who have made the most mistakes. Successful people are the ones who have failed the most and pick themselves up and keep trying and keep trying and keep trying. So that is the quality that you need to develop. And that's hard. That is a hard quality to develop, no doubt. Okay, but if you are willing to do it or to try, if you're willing to lean into imperfection, if you're willing to leave your perfectionism and lean into imperfection and embrace the mistakes as showing that you're trying to grow, that you're trying to improve things for your children, then you're setting yourself up for success, that you're growing as a homeschooler, as a mother, and that you're providing your children with something really unique and really special for them. And the final thing that you need, the final personal quality that you absolutely have to have to homeschool is you have to want it. You have to want it. You have to have a motivation. You have to have a reason why you're doing it. That might be something as simple as, I don't like the schools in my area. There's no way I'm sending them there. And you so start homeschooling. <clears throat> that's, that's fine. It might be something even more lofty that you know, you're doing this to raise your children where the deen, where Islam is firmly rooted in their hearts and you're doing it for the pleasure of Allah. Whatever your reason, whatever your reason, you need one. And for all you dads out there, all the husbands out there, you cannot pressurise your wife into homeschooling. If you're going to be going off to work and you're leaving your wife at home to do that kind of job, that is not fair if she doesn't want to do it. You cannot pressurise your wife to take on such a huge job, a huge responsibility. It's, there's so much. We just spoke about the, the mistakes that are going to happen, the personal growth that is required. She needs to want it herself. So do not force your wife into something like that. She needs to want it. Um, and that is something that happens, and I have been approached by people who are having that problem, where the husbands are pressurising their wives to do it, and the wives are just, they don't want to. So if, if you're in that situation, you know, have a word with your husband. You really need to want it yourself uh, before you take on such a big responsibility. So when you know why you're doing something, when you know your motivation, whatever that might be, when things go wrong, when that Pinterest project that you had such high hopes for flops, 
then you can pick yourself up because you remember why you're doing it. If you've been homeschooling a while and you're feeling right now that this isn't working, you know, maybe I should send them to school in September, it might just be that you've forgotten why you're doing it. And it might just be that you need to go back and reaffirm to yourself why you started homeschooling. It might be also that that motivation no longer applies, that that reason for homeschooling does no longer apply to you, in which case maybe school is the best option. Um, If you know why you're doing something, you'll know your way. That's a famous quote. It's Michael Hyatt. If you know your why, you'll know your way. So do you know your why? So the three things that you you need to have, the three personal qualities that you need are you need to be willing to learn. And with that, you need to be willing to make mistakes. And you have to want it. You have to have the desire to do it. Um, So let's have a look at some questions. We've got a lot of questions coming in. I'm going to start on Instagram. I'm going to try. There's a lot of comments here. It's always so hard to go through on Instagram. Um, So let me start right at the top. Just scroll through and I'll see what I can... Answer. If there's any more questions, pop them in now and um, I'll do my best, inshallah. Uh, so many people. Assalamu alaikum, Yusra, Yasmin, Nadia, Rizwana. Oh, mashallah, so many people. Right. I think I'm going to have to get them to help me with these comments on Instagram. It's really hard. Somebody from Turkey, Kuwait. Assalamu alaikum. Right. Oh, my goodness me. You know what, I'm going to scroll right to the bottom because I can't do it from the top. If you've got, if you asked a question, type it in again and put it at the bottom and I'll try, um, it might be easier. Uh, okay, I'm struggling here. I'm going to come back onto Instagram. If you've got a question, pop it on the bottom of Instagram now. Put it in now. I'm going to go onto Facebook and come back. Right, Facebook. Let's see what we've got. Mariam saying she's looking forward to the course. Thank you, Mariam. I hope you're on that mailing list um, so that you can get the early bird pricing, inshallah, when it's released. Islamabad, mashallah. Mashallah. Okay, I can't, I can't see any questions. I'll hold it again. Any tips or advice for working part-time and homeschooling? Yeah, okay. So it's about being that time management ninja again. It's about really knowing how you're spending your time and um, managing it well. So one of the things that I recommend in the course as well that's coming up is that you take account for actually how you're spending your time already. So you have a certain number of hours in the day. How are you spending that time? Um, How much of that is going towards productive work? How much of that is going towards your children and your family? And how much of that is are you actually wasting? How much of that is scrolling on social media? How much of that is sitting in front of Netflix? Um, how much of that is, I don't know what you, what, how people waste their time, but for example, so how much of that is actually being wasted? And that's the place that you start. You start where, where you could um, reduce the wastage, basically, uh, and you move on from there. The next thing I would recommend is when you're working part-time is put the most important priorities during nap time. So if you're, you've got anyone who naps, then that is the time to do the work that requires the most brain work. So that's what I do. When it's nap time, then that is when I write content. That is when I film my lessons. That's when I come on live. 
um, when I need my brain to be working. Um, other, other jobs like um, uh, social media things, other jobs that don't require me to really have clarity in my thoughts, then I'll do them when the baby's awake. Um, you know, replying to, to comments, things that don't require me to be completely present, and um, that I can do when the baby's with me. Um, what else can I, what other advice can I give you? Maybe it might be worth getting help as well. There's absolutely nothing wrong with asking somebody to help you, whether that's your husband, whether that's getting a babysitter, a neighbor, a friend. Um, even if you can just do that for one afternoon and you can really get out a lot of work done in that afternoon. As mums, like we talked about just before, our time management skills are immense. We can get more done in one hour than a regular person can get done in six hours. Isn't that right? When we can focus, we can get so much done. So maybe that might be an option for you that you, you find somebody to help. Um, oh, wow. Now there's a lot of comments coming in. Right. Okay, somebody's asking, Shabnam's asking, how do you get a five-year-old to actually sit down and work? And how much time would you say? Okay, so five-year-old is, is really young. It's very young to be expecting much. So with regards to how much time, it depends on the child. But for my children, for my five-year-old, I wouldn't expect more than five to 10 minutes of sitting down. And I, so I would first of all say to you, cut down the le length of your lessons. Keep your lessons as hands-on as possible. Um, if you can, do your lessons standing up, running around. Do as much active lessons as you can rather than sitting down and looking at workbooks. Um, and, and keep your lessons as short as possible, really. That's the best thing. Um, if they're bored, then they're not learning anything. If they're bored and they're fighting you, then not, it's not actually a productive lesson. They need to be engaged to be learning. So as soon as they no longer want to do it, as soon as the tears start, as soon as they're grumpy, just stop and come back to it. Move to the sofa with that book. Move to the carpet. Get out some snacks. Um, just change the way you're doing things. And also, I would say to you, Shevin, I'm like, do, does that five-year-old really need to learn what you're teaching them right now? It may be that they're just not ready developmentally for that. Um, and we have it from our own experience of school that certain subjects need to be learned at certain ages. But that, as we all know, the school system is a flawed model. And so we have to work really hard to break that and to break those learning, that learning that we have sort of ingrained in our system. And just look at your five-year-old and just say, does he really need to know that right now? Or could I wait six months and he would still, you know, still learn it well and it would be no further behind. Um, there are many people I know who, who delayed schooling their children beyond seven years. At nine years old, they learned to read and write. And mashallah, not only are they doing well now, but actually they love to learn. They love to read. So really look at your child and, and see, is it really necessary for me to do all of this now? Um, yeah, so somebody's saying about finances when they homeschool. Yeah, for sure. I mean, finances is something you have to consider very carefully if you're going to start homeschooling but in today's day and age where everything is online where you can get information at the click of a button homeschooling has never been more affordable you no longer need to have all the books uh, because so many books are for free, available for free online and so many worksheets are free online and there are so many homeschooling mums like myself out there who are putting free worksheets out and there's so much available 
and also I would say with a bit of creativity and um, and the desire to do it, you can with whatever your budget, as long as you have security in your finances, as long as you're not worried about the money coming in month to month, but you have some security, then I think finances should not stop you, inshallah. Um, somebody's asking for a curriculum for a five-year-old. Okay. I don't have a specific curriculum for you. Uh, I know that a humbleplace.com has a kindergarten curriculum that might be worth looking into. I know that Beautiful Feet Books, which is a literature-based curriculum, um, they offer kindergarten as well, I believe. We don't, when we, for my five-year-old, I don't use a specific curriculum. Um, we hardly do any formal work with her at the moment. Um, let me think where else. I mean, I think those would be the best place. You're looking for a curriculum where it's hands-on, ideally, where you're not expecting too much written work, where there's a lot of literature and reading aloud, um, and a lot of, that incorporates a lot of playing outdoors. That's, that's really what you want with that age. Okay, last question, because there's a lot coming in now. So somebody here has asked, um, Delphine has asked, there's a lot of great Christian-based curriculum. Yes, that is very true. Um, that are Charlotte-based, would you still use them? Okay, so the issue we have with Charlotte Mason curriculum that are out there is that there are so many. Uh, the Charlotte Mason movement in America has primarily been grabbed by the Christian homeschooling community and a certain type of, of Christian homeschoolers in our states. And they've done martial arts, they've done amazing work. They've provided so many resources for their communities and so many different homeschooling curriculum and books and uh, seminars and conferences. Martial arts, amazing. We have not done that yet uh, for Muslims. And it's something that needs to be worked on. And it's something that I hope that I will be able to contribute to in some way. But it's not there yet. So you need to... So you can, yes, you can use the Charlotte Mason curricula that are out there. But you need to be mindful. You need to check when you're using it. Not just... Not just assume that everything that is there is acceptable. In some ways, the Christian homeschooling, the Christian Charlotte Mason curricula like Ambleside Online are great because you know there's not going to be anything in there that is um, inappropriate, if you know what I mean, like lewd or dirty language or just anything like that. It's all going to be wholesome. But at the same time, of course, they want to... Um, they, they want their own religious teachings to be somehow embedded into that curriculum and so you have to be mindful when you're looking at the books you I would recommend you pre-read some of them or look online and ask for recommendations um, ask other homeschoolers who are Charlotte Mason homeschoolers is this book okay I get that a lot I'm happy to answer those questions uh, when I get them if I'm able to so the answer to that question can you use a Christian based Charlotte Mason curriculum yes you can um, but just check it before you start and don't assume that it's going to be okay Okay, so I think we'll leave it there. Uh, I can see a lot more questions coming in. What I'll do is I'll try and answer them after we wrap up here. I will try and answer them, just type in the answers for you in the comments. So thank you so much for joining me today. If you're just hopping on, we talked about the three ways to know if you can homeschool, if you can actually do it. So to recap, you have to be willing to learn and to grow, which means you have to be willing to make mistakes. Nobody starts this. Nobody starts homeschooling having all the answers. 
Nobody starts homeschooling just knowing innately. They're not born knowing how to do this. They have to learn and you have to make mistakes. And you have to want it. You really have to know why you're doing this. Um, before I wrap up, I just want to share something with you. I was not sure if I should come on today. Um, I wasn't sure because a friend of mine passed away. <sighs> a, f- a friend of mine passed away just a few days ago. And I wasn't sure if I could do this. I wasn't sure if I should do this. But I thought about her. And I thought about... I thought about what she would do. If she had a community to serve. If she had people to teach. If she had uh, made a promise and made a commitment. Would she fulfill it even if somebody she cared about had died? And I know she would have. I know she would have. And she, um, she was a homeschooling mum as well. And she leaves behind her 10-year-old son um, and, an, and an elder daughter as well. So I ask that today you make da'a for her. And I'm sorry. Her name is Taranam, Taranam Abdullah. Uh, and she passed away just a few days ago uh, with, uh, from cancer. Um, and she homeschooled as a single parent, mashallah. So there's also... Um, the, the, another friend of mine has set up a um, a fundraiser so that we can build wells for her, water wells in her name, in her memory. So I've left the link for that on on Facebook if you'd like to donate to that. Um, uh, and I'll put it here on, on Instagram in my profile later on today if you'd like to donate and, and give Sadaka in her memory. That would be amazing. So her name is Tarenan Abdullah. Please make it up for her. So, excuse me. So, right, next week, next week I'll be back again at 10 a.m. Sunday, 10 a.m. inshallah. And we will be talking about three of the most common mistakes that homeschoolers make. So that you don't make them too, inshallah. So we'll be back again Sunday at 10 a.m. here on Instagram and on Facebook. I hope that I will see you there. Please share this video with your friends. Um, let them know about the course as well. And if you might be interested in the course, even if there's the slightest chance that you might be purchasing Launch Your Homeschool, the course that's coming up soon, make sure you sign up for that newsletter. I've left the link there on Facebook for you to sign up and the link here on Instagram and my profile. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining me here today. I hope you have a great week. Assalamu alaikum.